What's good? Man, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about what we saw last night. Mm. Oh, my God. Rise and shine. Rise and shine, good people. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats. It's season three, and we're almost done with this season because we're going to transition to season four. But, man, season three is going to end with a blast. Yeah. Goodness gracious. That's great. Oh, so we get to be disrespectful today, huh? Mm-hmm. I get to be petty today, Because huh? every single thing said worked out. Oh, my goodness. So if you paid attention, you would have won money last night. Because I did. 260 bucks to be exact on FanDuel. Thank you very much. Yeah, you wouldn't have got that if you if you shook somebody's hand or talked to them on Facebook. Because mm, all, all that in old school terms is clout. In new school terms is capping. I always tell them fit it. Ooh. Ooh. He yeah, said the cap is fitted. Oh. Suitable. Mean, just for you. Custom made. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of cap, Georgia's defense was supposed to be Mm-mm. number Mm-mm. one Mm-mm. in the nation. I told you. I told you. And you didn't want to hear it because you said it was so disrespectful. So let me say it in English again so all the viewers can understand. Georgia ain't been shit since Vic. And I meant what I said. He said the entire state. All of it. Oh, my God. All of it. Well, University of Georgia Bulldogs hailing from Athens, Georgia, Mm. uh, once again. Mm. failed mm. at the brightest lights mm. again against <laughs> King Nick Saban. Can, hey, can, can we just say it one time? Can, 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 can we just say it one time? You got the flow. You got the, the Georgia Dome belongs to Alabama or LSU. Whoever show up, that's their house. Any yeah, questions? Any questions? SEC <laughs> West? Oof. Somebody say something. SEC East ain't been nothing since Tebow. Damn, it got quiet in here. University of Georgia has not won a national championship since Herschel Walker, Isaiah, nineteen eight. And I said Tebow for a reason, because Herschel Walker rushing record was broke by who? A quarterback named Tebow. So listen, I don't know if Georgia after that display last night is going to win a national championship uh this go round. Um I am I am deeply concerned. So you came in ranked number one giving up only 14 points a game. However, let's go in the first half. Hold on. Let's talk about the schedule. Who did they face? They they what I tell you all year. They ain't play nobody. Oh, so 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 you've been blowing out your opponents, but you have yet to play in the close game. So therefore, you don't know what it's like to get punched in the mouth. Look, I got a couple people from Mississippi right now talking so much cash money, emotional shit because they put their money on Georgia. They went to the game in Atlanta, talking that cash money, Georgia Bulldog shit. And I told y'all from the jump, all of us right now, cameras out, can go to the bush. You don't find no bulldogs in the bush, but you'll find an elephant stomping through that motherfucker. And boy, did they get the stomping. The the train started. Listen, this is is something that's been known for the longest of time. All right, if you're gonna beat Nick Saban, two things need to happen. One, your head coach, your head coach cannot be a Saban assistant. Thank you. Number Secondly, two. you have to jump on them early. And I'm talking jump on them and keep the foot on the gas because he if, comes. If you don't win the first half, you don't have a chance to beat Saban. I'm going to say it again. You don't have a chance to beat Saban unless you win the first half. One of the greatest, in my opinion, and probably in Jeremy's opinion, the greatest LSU team ever put together lost to Nick Saban in the second half. But because of that first half performance, 
they won that game. And trust me, my guy was nervous. My guy was nervous. We was on the phone. And I told him, ain't no way we should come back. He said, man, what the hell? Come on, y'all. There's <laughs> a pair of sneakers in my closet that, that I'm that I'm extremely happy about. And that's some Man. off-white, that's some off-white UNC one. Boy, you were so you was on however, the However, I got some gray hair from that game. Man, there's some gray hair on my head from that game. But these sneakers in my closet, though, they He's, clean. He said my sneakers game clean though. But but that um that that right there, I was I was worried. But listen, that was a finish. great game. Let me finish. Analytically and statistically, Alabama came in with a top ten offense. Okay, Georgia had number one defense. This we always said defense wins championships, right? We say defense wins national championships. However, it's difficult when the team can't score, right? And so, what did Nick Saban do? He showed y'all who had the better defense. No, no, no. He did something. He did something that nobody's been able to do all year. Shit, he ran the ball and passed the ball on Georgia. And shut down Georgia's run game. Offensive Georgia who, could who, not what run, game? run the ball. They could not run the ball. And I told you that. I said, bro, who runs the ball down Alabama or LSU throat? Who? You got quiet. I was like, it ain't finna happen, bro. When Alabama beat Georgia, and you said, oh, he's so disrespectful. He what? said win. It was mm-hmm. definitely a win. Because mm-hmm. that because that went down. So this is what this is what I said. This is I was sitting there watching this game, right? And I'm gonna get to the analytical stat part of it. I'm sitting there watching this game and I said that if they run this ball and they get in a four wide receivers, they're gonna use that, they're gonna use that flash and slot corner with Williams, who is probably unguardable one-on-one this year, and it's over. And what did we see in the second half? Run, 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 play action over the top, touchdown. Yeah. And it was that easy? I got got one, I got one small flaw. It was not a perfect game. Nope. And me and you know Pete Golden. He went to Delta State with us. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, so so we actually know this man, so don't don't get it twisted. And I messaged Jock, who played football with him, and I said, "Hey, tell B, tell Pete to stop doing 30 15 exotic blitzes because that mess is pissing me off." Because homeboy had twenty yards on three straight plays to uh, three straight thirty fifteens and picked up first down on two of them. To Which, be uh, fair, I, 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 yeah, I mean, at the at that point in time, you had a big lead, so why not be aggressive? But don't get over aggressive. There you go. There you don't go. Don't get over aggressive. That's, that's the only pet peeve. He got a little aggressive. He got over aggressive a little bit. Cause man, you both was like, hold on, now wait a minute. It's gonna come to you. You're playing a good game. Well, Bama, look, and I hate to say it like this. Most of the country was lit up and voting for Georgia yesterday. And I didn't give a damn who was voting for Georgia. I was still talking my shit. I mean, I mean, y'all really thought I was not gonna take Alabama plus six and a half. Mm. At a minimum, they were gonna cover, but I knew they were gonna win the game. I told y'all <laughs> they're gonna beat them boys. Not win, beat them boys. Now, 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 let me let me digress. Let me go to the other teams. So we talked about Northern Illinois smacking Kent State around and they did that successfully. Congrats to Northern Illinois. Wonderful win for that team. Wonderful win for uh, a wonderful bowl game opportunity for that program. Uh, That's a stepping stone. Uh, We'll now transition to the ACC which happened a little late and I said it was going to be an offensive show and boy did they deliver. I got a tip at the beginning of the year from a Pittsburgh alum that said that they were going to win the ACC. He said they were gonna win the ACC, and I say, you know what? I buy that because I didn't believe Clemson was gonna do anything anyway. So what did uh-huh. I do? I dropped five dollars on FanDuel on plus size for Pittsburgh. Get some cash out last night again, again. So Kenny Pickett had a wonderful Heisman Trophy showing performance. He did something that a lot of people can't do: seventy-eight yard touchdown. Using a fake slide. Have you ever done that, Mr. Former Quarterback? 
I did a, a fake slide. I did a fake reverse and took that bitch eighty yards. But a fake slide, that's new. That, that, that was it was so clean. It was so smooth. I was like, oh, he's just oh he's gonna slide. And he just kept going. He just kept going. And and mind you, I wanna commend this dude for playing with pain because he got popped so dang hard that his <laughs> back tightened up. Dog, his I back, saw that. His back went I down. saw that. <laughs> I was like, oh my hey, God. they was like, you know what, motherfucker? This is a hit stick. Take this with you. Ooh, they said, they said, take this with you. We hit the day. For real. Hey, hey, that's one of them when you get inside that blue tent and you start crying. Cause you don't know. <laughs> Boy, you stupid. God, please. I don't care what nobody say. He cried in that blue tent. Oh, I don't care what nobody God. say. He cried well, I can't tell tent. you how many people I've seen cry in that blue tent. That blue tent. Hey, that that's the blue tent of truth. Hey, you walk in there, you know what? Hey, you know one of your homies got tears in their eyes when you walk in there. You good, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> hey, hey, you can be tough outside. You get inside uh, that blue tent. That's that's when the athletic uh, trainer come up and they start pressing where it hurt. And it's uh, uh-uh. hey, get that get hey, get that heat and that ice on that man back right now. Alternate, alternate. Don't let them see. Don't let them be still. Alternate. Start pushing on him like let's let flex him out. No, 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 no. Gracious. Don't move me. Don't move me. <laughs> gracious. You're like, no, nah, move him. <laughs> hey, he, that man, that that was that was a good one. Um bro, let, I let enjoyed me, it. Let me let me uh let me keep going. There's two more. It's there's three more games that I talk about. We gotta talk about the game that bro, um, we got nobody so really. We got endless I know, subjects. I know, today. I know. Just take know. your time. Like they say in the in the church. Take your time, Pastor. <laughs> so, in the midst of Lincoln Rally, we covered the head coach of the University of Southern California. They still had a game remaining going against California Bears. USC didn't show up. Bruh, did you think they was? I knew they weren't going to show up. And Lincoln Rally's in Texas right now trying to recruit. And look, we, oh, look, good luck. And uh, good that, luck. That's, that's not a good showing. <laughs> Good luck, bro. That's not a good showing. <gasps> yeah. Oh, uh, what else went down? <laughs> I like uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to stop laughing because I don't. Man. I don't. I know. We got some, know. There's so much good stuff going on. Hold Last on. yesterday was great. Hold on. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. <laughs> we got to talk about the other college football teams, uh, potential teams. So let's talk about Baylor and Oklahoma State. Call and, it. Oh, uh, and so hold on. Well, any given Sunday. Any. Any given Sunday. Y'all remember the coach? Y'all remember we were saying to Jamie Foxx, LL Cool J? He mm-hmm. said, life is about a game of inches. Mm. And Willie Beeman stuck his life on the line. Yes, sir. For them inches. Yes, sir. Washington was blocking. Right? Old Cap was trying to give him information in his ear to tell him this is what you need to see as he was trying to defeat the Dallas Knights. And guess what? Willie Beamer won. He won with them inches. However, Baylor jumped out to a early 21-3 lead. And the mullet and his team kept coming. Kept coming. They kept coming. However, their quarterback threw four interceptions. <laughs> you're not going to win a football game throwing four <laughs> interceptions. <laughs> hey, however, hey, hold however. Hold on. Interject this. Interject this. And that's why I voted against them. No. Of respect for your QB, and if I don't respect your QB, I will better get your team. Hint, Georgia. So, shade implied <laughs> and warranted. And so Baylor, after uh, punting the ball, is twenty is twenty is basically twenty one sixteen. And at this point, a touchdown ends this game. Right? We watching time take off. We watching timeouts being called. Baylor was calling timeouts, and me and, uh-huh. me and, and, and me you on the phone like, "Why is you calling timeouts?" I'm mad. mad as hell. You're no playing thing. good defense. Let that clock roll. That's your friend. Don't uh-uh, stop that clock for him. Uh, he called. He uh, when I went back and watched the highlight, the boy was sucking wind. I know oh, them boys. Was he tired. was giving them a break. But I didn't he want him tired. to give their offense a break. I, I get get giving your defense a break, but what I didn't account for during that break was. He was making adjustments on the fly. And so, and so, yes, he paid attention and and literally switched them 
to a multiple defense. Man. And said control and control the outside run. Yep. Drop everything on the sideline. Keep everything in. And when so he put that man on the on the ends, like anything on the end is man covered. I was like, yeah, y'all are messed up. You throw it over the middle, it's picked. So he stuck his corners in goal line set at the end of the line of scrimmage. Just like that. One of his fastest corners. And Oklahoma State went to a pitch. And that running back was running as fast as he could. He stretched out to that pylon. And ladies and gentlemen, he was short by three inches. Like there was a gap in the foot, nose of the football in the orange pylon. A small gap, like teeth. It's, a, it's about one to two teeth. Good defense. If he was one more inch longer Good in defense. reach, they would have won the game. They would have won the Big 12. And we would have a totally different conversation today. But congratulations to the Baylor Bears for, for doing what we said they were going to do. The Big 12. Ah. For doing what they said they were going to do. <laughs> Keeping my parlay alive. And yeah, I was nervous. Look, I, 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 I didn't get nervous until one play. One play made me nervous because I thought it was a bogus play. And side note, are you talking about that pass interference? We need to, we, we we need we need to get some of our generation to invest in becoming professional referees because the older generation pissing me off, bro. Nah, they up and coming. I know a few of them. They up and coming, but they got to do their time. You know, what I'm I know. Get I good. get it. I get it. But some of these old heads need to let that referee that referee and whistle go. They are supposed to hand fight in the air, but as long as I don't see no hand being held as he's trying to stand for the catch, I'm gonna allow it. What's my rule? Right, that's me. What's my rule? As a quarterback, what's my rule? All I ask you to do is two things. Get your head around so I don't hurt you and you can catch the Brock. Number two is if it touch your hand, you gotta catch it. That's my only two rules. Hey, listen, in some cases, some cases you hear the ball coming before you see it. That's, that's just me trying to make sure you get there. That's all that is. No, oh, man. Throw, sometimes you throw a little too hard, man. My doggone <laughs> hand be hurting. Be, hey. hey, be getting up, hey, be getting in the huddle. If you see a wide receiver or a running back get to the huddle and they rub their hands and they pants, that means that ball hurt. That ball hot. That's that ball hot. <laughs> it's a hot route. Now that ball hot. What you about? <laughs> I ain't gonna ever forget that. I told you, I said, bruh, all I need you to do is do a slant corner. As a matter of fact, do a slant post. Man, dude. I ain't know it was gonna be two guys on you, but when I tell yeah. you I'm gonna put it where it need to be put, that yeah, was you, 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 you did. You did. Yo, you was like, bro, don't you ever throw that ball that damn hard no more. <laughs> I was like, what you talking about? He said, fool, I, it was whistling from the five yard line all the way to me. <laughs> what? I said, my ball I, don't whistle. He said, you better no, listen to no, your man, passes. That ball, I ain't, never, I ain't never in my life heard a football whistle until that moment. Like that ball whistle for a solid 30 yards as I extended my hands out. To catch it, while I had a dude, uh, I had the corner on the inside hip and the uh, safety on the outside hip as I'm running towards the dog on pylon. Bruh, that was perfect placement though. Good catch, bro. For real, yeah, my for hand real. hurt. <laughs> for real, for real. Delta State had a problem with us. <laughs> but but we'll, we'll, let me continue this football uh this football role that we on. Yes, sir. Now yes, we're going sir. to. Cause now we're going to the college football playoff teams, the ones that we know for sure are in, regardless of season. And I'm dancing. Go ahead, go ahead. So the American <laughs> Conference, the American Conference, Athletic Conference, right? And where they running around talking about Power Six, right? Ooh. They and them. Listen, stay with me. They have been clamoring and begging for these opportunities to get into the college football playoffs since UCF was a thing. Thank you, LSU, for dealing with that. We appreciate you. However, Facts. however, Facts. they pulled it off. They beat Houston. And now, now they didn't do more. They did more than just beat Houston. They ran them over. Their running back had like 12 carries for 187 yards. <laughs> 
Right. Uh, all right. Like, Desmond really did not turn the ball over, which is their quarterback, and their defense shut stuff down. Like, got turnovers and everything. Houston no, was a high-flying good. offense. They played well. Listen, Luke Phil, the coach, who is a former Ohio State product, got these boys playing well. And side note, here's something you didn't know. Guess what? Cincinnati has a top five defense. Mm. But, I hope you, but hold on, hold on, hold on, Paul. But you gonna say, oh, who they play? They beat Notre Dame on a roll. When um, when they was ranked top five? No, top three. three. Yes, three. They beat them on the roll. So before you open up your mouth and say something, oh, they don't belong in there. No, nah, they belong there. They belong there. Notre Dame's who didn't belong. They 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 deserve to win that game. And they were more physical and they beat them in every facet of the doggone game. Offense, defense, and special team. Go look at Brian. And that's why Brian Kelly left. We'll get on that too. So so here we are. Cincinnati locked. Locked in top four, regardless of how you feel and what you want to say about it. That is sealed. They in there. And I told we told you at the beginning of this season, beginning of the year, that Cincinnati was going to be in the college football playoff. Yeah. Looked at us like we know we were talking about, huh? And and what did I say? And people keep calling us, be talking that noise about SEC. There will be two SEC teams in the playoffs. Well, 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 let's tell them why there's gonna be two SEC teams in the playoffs because Michigan did what we said was going to do. They did what they were supposed to do. They did what they were supposed to do. They did what they were supposed to do. They did what they They ran them over. They ran them over. They were supposed to run the ball. They did what they were supposed to do. They punched them in the mouth. They turned them over. It was it was a massacre. That game was over by halftime. Yeah, it was bad. And, and I, I know that's and, the and, only and, game of the top four I did not watch. Cause I was like, you know what? Michigan is they got the talent. They're gonna beat these boys. I ain't got no faith at all. Now, um, now, unfortunately for Ohio State fans, you know that is not music to your ears. But fear not, y'all get we, a bowl game. Oh no, no, no! They get more than they get a bowl game. They get a college football playoff opportunity. And in my opinion, they're gonna be facing Georgia. So if you want to beat the bit bad SEC, here's your chance. Who? Michigan. Michigan got to play Georgia. They're going to face them. Because I, yeah. I think Cindy is going to sit at four. Alabama going to play them. Michigan and Georgia going to play. And that's going to be two solid, great teams. And two I know, games I, is going to be off the chain. Listen, and I know y'all out there like, man, I got asked already today by my boy D. Surreal. Hey, can Sissy hang with Bama? That's can they be a good game, hang? y'all. Can that's they be a good game. hang with Bama? Can I tell y'all something? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Shut up. They're messing up my bets. No. Be saying yes, they can hang with Bama. They no. play very well with Bama. No. So I want y'all. I want y'all to go on FanDuel <laughs> and go bet. If it's Alabama by more than fourteen, I need you to go bet. It's gonna be Alabama by fourteen. I need you to go bet. <clears throat> Don't get it twisted. Cincinnati will score. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are going to score. And there will be a set. Don't be surprised in the first half. That game is like 21-17 in the first half. And then it's going to be a second half blowout. I was going to say 21-21. And then the game going to end like 56-28. Yeah, it's, it's, they're, they're going to that, that train and roll. Ask so, Georgia what them second half adjustments look like. I guess the real question that we should be asking you is simply this. Mm-mm. Can Michigan beat Georgia? Yo, they sure the hell can. Look, it ain't no secret. I'm SEC all day. But it's some SEC teams that get disrespected by me on a record. Georgia's one of them. I think Georgia's gonna shock people. Georgia's think, one of them. I, I'm not. I'm it, not gonna bet. I'm not gonna bet on that game. Don't. That's that's a, that's an up in the air game. And the reason why I say it's up in the air, either Georgia gonna step up to the plate defensively. They're not playing a SEC team, so they have the size, they have the speed, 
So they either step up to the plate, get Michigan to become one channel, and beat them by a touchdown or less, or get ran over and get beat by 21 because you can't score with them. You got to take that runaway. You got to take Michigan's runaway. That's the why same, Michigan, that's why Michigan do not beat Alabama in the national title game. Yeah, they're two of the same similar teams. So yep. that's why I said don't don't bet on them. Do not. That is not a better's game. That is a loser's game. Like seriously, people's gonna be like, oh man, I'm betting on this game. I'm betting Michigan is gonna molly wop Georgia. No, it's gonna be a good game. And if Michigan come in there half-assing, we're going to see an SEC national title game. Once again. And it's going to end the same way it did. A little bit closer. A little bit closer. (sighs) A little bit. I think if you play Saban twice, it's going to be a little bit wider margin. Just me now. Uh, just I, mean, think, I think and you Kirby, gotta think Kirby ain't gonna be stupid and he's gonna actually utilize George Pickens. That'll be outside. good. That'll be that'll be good. But well, Saban, I, ain't, I take Saban that ain't going take down 10 0. I, I take that back. If they start uh <clears throat> Bennett, if they start Bennett at quarterback, they're getting blown out big. Their only hope is to put JT Daniels in there who is not afraid to sling that rock. The boy will throw the ball. And down to the detriment of the team, it could hurt them. But at the same token, that's their best shot. So, with that being said, our predictions are as follows: Cincinnati at four, Georgia at three, Michigan at two, Alabama at one. Now, I know some of y'all are like, "Man, Georgia don't belong in there." Okay, so who's yeah, gonna replace them? Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> so who's gonna replace them? You want to know the name to replace them? Why? Huh? Who did Notre Dame lose to? Sydney. Okay. Sydney. So, so, so Georgia was ranked number one, and you gonna knock them out of the college football playoff? No, nah, you they can't do that. Not in the last game. This ain't the BCS. Thank you. This ain't the BCS. That's the whole purpose of this. I need y'all to understand one thing: the responsibility of the college football playoff committee is to put the best product available on the field for our viewing pleasure. Yo, okay. It, this is about the best four teams. Notre Dame just got Marcus Freeman, who is the defensive coordinator, to be their head coach. He is considered unproven. Yeah, he is unproven. Okay, so that's the truth of the matter. Notre Dame's college football playoff ranking standing is affected by Brian Kelly's hire to LSU, and that's unfortunate. But that's just what it is. So, it is what it is. Hey, I feel sorry for his daughter, who's a graduate student at Notre Dame. She's going to get booed and berated and cussed out every time she walked through there because they're going to look at her like she a traitor. They can't. It ain't on her. That's a loser. That's a losing mentality, bro. Well, that's how fickle the world is. That's in a the world of mentality, bro. The world of social media and TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook. That's how the world is. You want you know what? That's a loser mentality, bro. A loser mentality would have been mad at you over a bet with LSU, a team that we ain't played for, an Alabama a team that I ain't played for. A loser would be mad at you for a bet y'all made on a game. And y'all both enjoyed watching the damn game. That's okay. That's okay though. Notre Dame, you're going to uh you're going to the at-large big bowl game, you know what I'm saying? The New Year's Six. And you'll probably face Ole Miss and you'll probably lose. No, they're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, all disrespect intended. You're gonna lose. I don't even like old piss like that. And they're gonna beat you up. It's a different game, it's a different world, and it's Southeastern Conference. As soon as y'all respect it and believe it, y'all will start trying to recruit us. So, so the Rose Bowl will be Ohio State versus uh, Utah, <clears throat> guaranteed, and that right there is going to be a show. Utah gonna be. Uh, we should see Baylor at the Cotton Bowl. Baylor um, playing against, against maybe, probably, maybe Pittsburgh. Probably Pitt. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. It's a nice game. Uh, and then we'll figure out the rest of the bowl selections uh, as we go. 
but before we put a pin on this college football conversation, the floor is yours. Roll Todd. Man, I love being right. Man, I love being right. I can see all the heads shaking listening to this podcast right now. Where you gonna put your money at after Alabama beats him? And I don't even know who coming out of this Michigan and Georgia situation. I hope that Michigan do come out so we can have a new opponent. But if Georgia come out, I'll be celebrating the national championship early. Um, I meant that, like I said, until Georgia as a state, just like the scene off of Color Purple, until Georgia as a state do right by Michael Vick, everything they do gonna fail. Well, speaking of failure, we're moving on to boxing. <laughs> we watch. Why you say it like that? No, we watch. Golden Boy Promotions and Jojo Diaz talk shit the entire time. The whole and said, week. And said, Devin Haney ain't faced nobody like this. Mm. Devin Haney's opponents have been lackluster. Devin Haney ain't about nothing. He's been facing tier two opponents and Jojo Diaz is top 10, tier one. Okay. 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 What I tell you is going to be a lesson, a class lesson. So, 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 so before we get to that class lesson, I want to talk about two other fighters that was on the on the undercard that y'all need to pay attention to. Their names are Jessica McCaskill, that is a phenomenal woman boxer. She sold great grit and great chin on display, and she scored the TKO stoppage. That woman was landing clean shots. That was that was a good one. That was a good scrap. And then another fighter that you need to look out for. Uh, at the 140 range he is a little brash um, he he has a personality and I think he's going to continue to put on the show first off my man came to the ring with his dog right, you warm me over with that that man came to wins with his dog came to the ring with his dog in hand we need to normalize that that shit was cool this man Montana Love walked in there and scored three knockdowns in the second round. Knocked this boy head clean off of his doggone shoulders. You hear me? Mm. Just, yeah, it was beautiful. That man talented. Yeah, I missed both of those fights waiting for Haney. Good good job, Max Room. Good job, Max Room Boxing, for delivering a very, very well-rounded, talented uh, sport, uh, well-rounded card. And we, and we get on to the big one. Jojo Diaz came to the ring looking a little big. You know what I'm saying? Looked like he he hydrated nice and well, got up to 147. And Devin Haney, you know what I'm saying? He was his normal self. Normal 135 self. But I I ain't see too many abs on Jojo Diaz, so he was full of water weight. So I guess his, he thought that his power was going to come from his belly. More to follow. Hmm. We know the power come from the legs. We know power mm. come from hip movement. And it's generated from the feet up. And generated from the feet up. And they said Devin Haney didn't have no power. But hey, go look at Jojo Diaz's face. Y'all tell me that man had power. Man, he hit Jojo at will with either hand. Jojo ate rights. He ate jabs. He ate uppercuts. His body ate straight up haymakers. Like he hit him when he wanted to. Literally. It was clean. It was clean. Clean shots. Just picking his... He didn't waste no punches. Man, I'm sitting up there watching this fight like, yeah, he's not going to take no risks. This is going to go 12, and he is winning all of them. I gave Diaz one round, only because it would have been... I would have been like, that's a wash. But I was like, nah, give him that round. So I gave him one round. You could have technically said 120 to 108, but I gave him the last round because he buzzed that one hell out yep. of Devin Haney. Yep. I ain't never seen Devin Haney's knees drop, but his I've knees I've seen him buckle like that one yeah, time. Man, and that was no. the last fight yeah. in the 12th round when he's bullshitting around and he get caught with one. It's like, motherfucker, stop bullshitting man. in the 12th round. 
and fight. You're going to mess around and let one of these lesser talented boxers hit you just like what happened to Pacquiao. So, so, and, and so this entire time I'm sitting there paying attention to the ringside and I'm looking, I see Golden Boy all over. Even though we got some experienced judges and I'm sitting here like, Devin Haney, you can't mess around. You know, uh, Tim Cheatham, David Moretti, you know, these, these guys are experienced. These guys have been in boxing for a long time. They scored uh, Hagler and Sugar Ray fights. They didn't score Roy Jones fights. They didn't score uh, Mike Tyson fights and Holyfield and Lennox Lewis. These guys been in the game for a long time. Right. Those body punches score. A lot of people don't understand that. Those are points. Those, those body punches score their points. And JoJo could may have stolen some rounds because of his body punching. It was clean. Devin was getting tagged on the body. But at the same token, though, he take one and, and he dish two. two right back. So it was an overall scorecard of 117-111 and 116-112 for the winner by unanimous decision still lightweight champion of the world by World Boxing Council and Devin and Dream Haney. And so what we what we were waiting for after the ring, after the uh, fight was done. I wanted to hear Camposas because he already heard that uh, Haney said he'll go to Jupiter to fight him. So let's make this thing happen. Well, he so, said it to him again. To his face. Right, and and I, and now all of a sudden we hear through the woodworks, oh, Vasily Lomachenko want a piece of Cambosos. Oh, freaking Ryan Garcia want to be uh, want a piece of Cambosos. But y'all the same ones that were ducking Tiafimo and Devin Haney. I'm not even hearing that. I ain't hearing none of that shit either. I ain't hearing matter none of fact, that. Matter of fact, matter of fact, we're gonna do it like this. If you duck any in 2021, you can shut the hell up. You can't say nothing. You can't say nothing. And we ain't so gonna they, even go back. We just gonna say twenty twenty one. So, so they face. So they Man. they face each other off. You know, Chris Mannix and and, and uh, what's his face? Uh, more asked the important question: Are you gonna fight this man or not? He said, "Yeah, we gotta yeah. get to the biz. We gotta get to the business side." He said, "Well, the business side should be easy, and the business side will be easy. You know why?" Because Devin Haney has it's no his own production. Thank you. He has dun, no, dun, dun, yeah, dun, dun, ain't no, dun, ain't no dun, Golden dun, Boy, dun. ain't no Top Rank attached to his name, no NTK Global, none of that. It is simply Devin Haney Productions. That's it. DHP. Cam Bosa's obviously signed the match room, so I will, I can comfortably say that Eddie Hearn is going to find a way to get this done. Oh yeah, because that is going to be probably one of the biggest fights in a, that we have seen in a long time. The crowd is going to be at least eighty to a hundred thousand, and they're going to be loud and they're going to be screaming. And the winner of this fight will be the most popular fighter in the world. They will be our Ali. They will be the Muhammad this, Ali. Of this, our is gonna, time. this is going to be an international fight on full display for the world. To see, you know, I know y'all. I know y'all still like man. Canelo still there now. Y'all don't want to see. Nah, Canelo is mine. A lot of y'all. A lot of y'all have not been to Australia, so y'all can't say that, right? And I can. That country loves combat sports. They love fighting. Think about it. Rugby, combat sports, kickboxing. They're they're champions. Or in uh or in freaking uh mixed martial arts right now, Australia and New Zealand. You know what I'm saying? That that area over there, they love combat. They love to fight. And Cam Bolsos literally, you look at him, you can tell he walks with confidence, he oozes it, and he loves to fight. You can literally look at that person and say, This man loves what he does. He is living out his dream. Yep. And both these fighters are doing that. And I can't wait to see it. And this is what's funny about this, though. Explain to me why they were booing Devin Haney at this man's hometown. He's from Vegas, born and raised there, trained by Mayweather. That you wasn't that at, wasn't you Vegas. You fighting at the MGM Grand? That wasn't Vegas booing. That was all of JoJo's clip. JoJo brought a crowd with him to get whooped. 
And I told you, they all show up in big numbers. One thing, man, that's one thing as a people we can learn from one another, especially in this country. Minorities could definitely use a lesson from another minority group. Case in point, I have a good work partner, Fernando. He's Mexican. Speaking fluent. One of the coolest guys I ever worked with. Me and him had a conversation and I said it to him. He said, bro, I ain't never heard it put like that, but you need to say that on your pod. So here it is. Fernando, this one for you. Us as a black people can learn from the Hispanic people, which is related to us directly if you want to go biblically. Next time, that's a story for next time. The support, the in-house support you see from the Hispanic organization for their own, the in-house support you see from the Asian people for their own is an example of what we should be instead of soon as one of us mess up, fall, stumble, then we put them on blast. We put them on TikTok. World star, we make fun of them instead of giving them support. I'm saying is this, we need to stop being that one person in the class that's always laughing when something bad happens. We need to learn what our ancestors had toward each other, that support. That's why JoJo showed up and had a crowd that big. Their support is just better than ours. Their in-house support is just better. We we was taught for centuries to hate ourselves. We gotta overcome that before we can get back to that level. One word, many, many phrases. What I'm about to say is one word, many phrases. Familia. La familia. Ugh. That's it. Family. That's it. Many, many meanings. Many meanings. But, but, but this is real. I know, I know Filipinos that sit together, ride together, they eat together, they break bread, they break bread together, they come over and they all live in the same house and they get themselves on their feet and they rise together. Period. What about the what about the Latin X community, the Latino community, the Latina community? They all do that. Every last one of them. I'm holding Every a conversation. Oh, I held a conversation with my sister-in-law. We were talking about credit and everything else. And I said, Yeah, I want to get a compound and I want all my people, all my family on there, so we can all rise up. It's our responsibility to raise all our kids up, right? It's our responsibility to deliver generational wealth which we have been, we were behind from 1934 to 1965 due to the FHA redlining mortgage situation. Mm -hmm. We are still trying to figure out a way to undo and unwrap 30 years of being behind. <clears throat> and you can't do that. 50 years. I, I know, I know. But you can't, you can't do that until you truly learn the concept of family. And the golden boy, and the Latino community has figured that out. Yep. They have. They have. This is what's crazy. Okay, Canelo Alvarez is no longer with Golden Boy. Oscar De La Hoya still ride for him. Sure will. That's his countryman. Sure will. That's his heritage. Sure will. But we don't do that here, especially when go off the box. We don't no. do that here. No. We're both against our own. It, it, we go against our own. We're, how many, uh, it's American. How many it's times, American on American. We go against our own. How many times have we seen seen the evidence of it? Wilder fighting Fury. All three times. McGregor fighting Diaz. Facts. Hell, yeah, when, yeah, Floyd like fought, when Floyd fought McGregor, you didn't yeah, hear the Y'all like y'all like that. Y'all like that. Y'all like what we just did just now. Yeah, got him. Pay attention. Pay attention. This is this is where we at right now, um, in the in the world. So uh, today we have uh, Tank going up against Eastside Pitbull Cruz, and we're gonna see what the crowd look like. 
Yes, we are. We're going to see what this crowd look like. And it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we got today on the slate to end this pod. We have Tank Davis, Javante Tank Davis from Baltimore. Yes, sir. Facing off against Eastside Pitbull Cruz from Mexico. Pay attention to the crowd who show up in LA at the Staples Center. Pay attention to the crowd who show up there at the Staples Center. Also note that Tank Davis has a three-inch reach advantage, and he's an inch and a half taller. Mm-hmm. Both of them pack power. Somebody going night-night tonight. Yeah. That is not going to <laughs> This will be a night-night fight. And uh, just for those that didn't know, Devin beat that boy the way he did because he, haven't, he had an eight-inch reach advantage. Not oh, he sure four, did. Not he sure five. did. He used that to his advantage. I'm going to keep the left hand out there. I'm going to touch you, touch you, right hand. I'm going to touch you, touch you, right hand. Oh, you coming in? Counter. Right, left. Left, right. Man, that that left, right, that that check hook was landing all night. He was snapping that head. Let me reach around that guard. Snap. All on the floor. Snap. Jojo some more snap. Whoa. So 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 as we as we wrap this up, because um, we already talked about the next fight, and we already we already said Tank was gonna win. I want to leave y'all with this. Look at the lightweight slate. Look at all the fighters that Golden Boy have, and now look at the fighters that Matchroom have on this play you tell me who's better who's the better fight pay attention to the moves that gonna get made thereafter right because Vasily Lomachenko has to face Richard Comey on the 11th okay don't sleep Ryan on Gar- Comey Ryan Garcia is gonna have to fight he's gonna have to get busy in order for him to generate title buzz right? Ryan Garcia would probably not get another gesture at a title for a minute let's just be real I've lost faith in it I'm pretty sure a lot of his fan base that was worshiping him ain't even on his sites no more because they feel like he is a representation of today's modern day youth. Just call it what it is. He's very fragile. Like growing up, we know a lot of people that went through a lot of hard stuff. They didn't have no mental refuges. Now you have mental refuges. What I mean by that is, and you got counseling. And you got people that listen to your problems, talk to you at the, at that young age so you can get get rid of those traumas so you don't bleed on whoever you're trying to love later on in life. We had to deal with them right then and there or tote that mess with us. Mental health is a big deal. But at the same time, your mental health shouldn't be or your mental issues shouldn't be your mental weakness grace not grudges there you go however I'm still petty I know you petty <laughs> and I'm gonna always say petty ain't cute it only look good on a few uh, but it's effective it is effective <laughs> so speaking for, of being for effective. your enemies <laughs> Speaking of being effective, we got two more things that just came to light. It has been uh, it has been discussed right now that Oklahoma is looking for a head coach, and they already paid Bob Stoops three hundred eighty thousand dollars to coach him in that bowl game. However, they are going after Brent Venables, the defensive the vaunted defensive coordinator for Clemson, who actually is pretty damn good, and we both have respect for his uh, defensive system. It has shown up in big games he ain't scared that would be a great move for that university to draft and grab that man to be their doggone head coach yeah that's a good move that's a good one that's a good one 
However, it will severely harm Clemson's ability to recruit and return to the national spotlight picture for a long time. It's going to hurt them. Well, let's be real. It wasn't like they got comfortable there. I mean, they had a run. We ain't going to call it two years a run. They were they were always in the football player conversation for the past five, six years. How many? Five, six years. You sure? This is 2016. They were in the, they were in the playoff. 2016, 2017, they were in the playoff, right? Okay, my bad, my bad. I just, maybe I'm just looking at them wrong. I said well, recently. I ain't say like permanent. I mean, I, 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 they, I don't I think, they, they, I don't think they've been valid. I don't think they've been valid since they uh, beat us with the two plays, same plays, where they had the one, one wide receiver come in and crack block on a dude so his guy can go free out. Hey, listen, listen. They weren't supposed to uh, face us in the dog on that championship game. We were supposed to face Ohio State. Oh, I know we were supposed to face. That was a fumble. I don't care nobody say. Mm-hmm. That was a dog on fumble. Yeah, they messed it up. So, they sure but, did. Yeah, it was supposed to be Joe Burrow facing off on his his formal alma mater. It would have been a great story. Nah, y'all had to give us Clemson so we can molly wop their ass in the Again. second half. <laughs> Again. You had to give us a team that we already knew how to defeat. Another one. Jeez. <laughs> like, I have, I mean, I guess Clemson is one of those teams that I look at and I'm, I'm like, I don't like y'all. <laughs> I don't like y'all. I don't never like y'all. Right. I don't, I don't like y'all. Hey, forget you. You, you. Y'all and cool, you. but hey, forget, right. forget you. I, I get it. And last but not least, oh, uh, I got, I got two, I got, I got two other questions. We're talking about coaching. Uh, Luke Fickle, do uh-huh. you think he stays in Cincinnati or does he go to the NFL? Because the NFL gonna call for him. He was supposed to coach Detroit last year. He leaves, he leaves. Uh, they lose to Alabama. If it's mm. a close game, he stays. And now I want to shout out my aunt and family, alma mater in Jackson State University, for returning to prominence. They, 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 that is the first time they have worn a sweat since 2007. Man, since we, right. were, since we were still located close home. <laughs> listen, listen, this, this, they were known, they were known as the Sonic Boom of the South. They were known as a band school. All right. They were known as a business school and a low key medical school, but they were not known for football. All right. Correct. That team, right. Yeah. And I'm, it did. Work. They went eleven and one, and they're they going to work. Oh and they're going, man! They're going to the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta, and they got to face the BAC champion. And I'm pretty sure it's South Carolina State, so uh, they got to face them uh, for um, you know the historical black college situation, for the title, for the best team in HB base football team in HBCUs. There's a lot of money. That's going to be delivered to the, to these schools that won. Congratulations to both these schools. However, I want to talk about something that's important. To, in regards to head coach, you are supposed to establish culture. Yeah. Before you, establish, before you establish winning dominance, you have to establish culture. This man did a few things along the way that was important that I like in regards to building program. First off, if you're going to play football, you want a jersey with your name on the back. So that Yo. people know who you are. Facts. Individuality. Inside of the team. So he did that. He brought them confidence and swagger. On the, when they took the field, it was confidence, right? It was swagger. And the other teams had a fear factor, right? They were scared. The, the, the other teams had, had a little bit of scared. Now, it wasn't the best game when they went against Fairview because Fairview always brings it in football, but they got it done. They were effective. So why is Coach Prime still coaching at Jackson State and not at Florida State or TCU? Because of the culture. He didn't he done develop the culture, bro. And they follow him. They support him. If that coach, if Coach Prime... If Deion Sanders, 
the second greatest athlete of all time show up anywhere in Jackson. All of Jackson show up too. It was the issue at first. You know, we had to deal with people stealing stuff out of his locker. You know what I'm saying? He didn't he didn't trust the city with with his with his belongings. He thought people were gonna come out there because let's be real. Jackson is hood. A lot of people understand that. The, the whole state is hood. Man. Man. I love it. I love it and hate it at the same time. Right. <laughs> right. Love it and hate it at the same time. It's a badge Fuck of honor, it. but it's, it's, it's some nonsense behind it. All right? well, seriously, because look, check this out. Just to, just to help them understand how retarded it is. If you had anything major happen to go on with you medically in the state of Mississippi, everybody know where you're going. You got to go to Jackson. And I think that's pretty sad, man. I got to go to the hood. You see, extend that's, that's That's where we at. <laughs> Maybe one, maybe one day they'll get a uh, ground internet throughout the doggone state. They'll oh, actually mean, have fiber optic internet throughout the Mississippi state. Mississippi ain't got fiber optics. No. They're still in the dark ages. No, people, y'all don't know because ain't nobody told you. Alabama's they ain't got no. Hello, ain't no fiber optics. Dark ages. And the reason why them states are still in the dark ages is because they still ran by old money and for old hands. Them old hands have not passed on the, the baton yet. Period. They're still teaching who they're passing the baton to to be more like them. So being more like them and in the institutions in which Dion needs to go in order to be considered a super, super duper great coach, does he leave Jackson State? Man, I... <clears throat> To win it in his first year is pretty impressive if he do decide to leave. I'm just saying, like, his kids go there still. They're getting a free education. Nah. Not that you throw that in there, because that's where I was headed. Uh, what, what they what they used to say? I don't know if they used to say it in any other house, because I ain't grew up in any other house. But I know what they used to say in the black house all the time. I heard it all the time. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Leave it alone. I don't. I don't necessarily think he leaves yet. He's invested his family into what he's doing. He's invested his time and his money. This man, in his first year, won and has two commercials with him and Nick Saban. Y'all better Must wake be the hell the up. Y'all better wake <laughs> the hell up. Hey, I put his shoes on yesterday, man. I was like, I, I he gonna get this done today. 21, 24. Let me put let me throw these shoes on. I'm feeling it. Just like I'm that. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. So he got it done today. I put on them diamond turf shoes. Man, listen, they need to bring them cleats back out. Them cleats were something serious, boy. Ooh. Y'all know, y'all know I'm a sneakerhead. You, if you, you, you got to have more than than one company in your collection, one dude in your collection. You got to expand out. So I had them on, right? And and uh, but yeah, that was more or less of a congratulations, congratulations to Coach Prime, Jackson State, and the entire swag. They packed that house in Mississippi. Uh, they packed that house. It was all kind of races and colors and flavors of people in that doggone stadium. I'm telling you, it was a spectacle to have 65,000 people watching that game. That was something else. Seriously. And now they get to go to a 80 to 90,000 seat stadium in uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta and see if they can win it all. So more to follow more to follow but for now we are done nfl's on today esau cruz versus uh javante tate davis is on today and stay tuned we'll see what else news come out that's important and we'll hit y'all up later man facts hit me up when the uh boxing get ready to start we'll go live and watch that again and awesome. uh yeah I, I think i'm finna actually get up and put some lights up Gonna go ahead. Oh, pro tip: If you listen this long, if you are recording from your phone 
and the zone is on your screens. Don't do it. They'll flash your serial number and all that on there of the app. And guess what? They'll find you and then they'll arrest you for wow. illegally streaming. So be careful. I know and have seen someone that's on my social media right now that got in trouble for that. It is a very large fine. Be wow. careful out here in these streets. Be safe, beloved. And on that, I'm ducking.